0: Hello everybody, this is Chris O'Mealy, and welcome to episode 3 of my One Man Podcast. You guys have been awesome with the support so far, and I've been having a lot of fun churning out these episodes, so we're going to keep this momentum going here and record another episode just for you guys. It is currently Sunday, May the 22nd, as I am recording this. Our wonderful patrons at patreon.com slash club are getting to hear this episode on Sunday. Or possibly Monday, because I am recording this relatively late in the evening here. The rest of you are getting to hear this on Tuesday evening, and I hope you've had a wonderful start to your week so far. And by the way, happy birthday to my father, Bill, who just turned 70 on Monday the 23rd. So everybody wish Bill a happy, happy birthday. Our wonderful patrons, Jeff T., Jay Winger, Glenn Kucan, Adrian Cotton, Matthew Hardman, Brian Leon, and Robert Atkin, are making this possible for everybody here. So that's why you guys get that wonderful early access, while everybody else has to play the waiting game. But hey, you guys are all awesome, and I really appreciate your support here. I'm going to keep the show going for as long as I've got stuff to talk about. And as I mentioned before, I have over 100 topics Of things to talk about here all saved in a handy-dandy little Word document. It is actually very ridiculous how many topics I have to talk about here and no doubt I'm not gonna run out of anything anytime soon. Uh, Yeah I like to do this in one take one shot and just get these things out and recorded. That's the way I like to operate here. So what I want to do for this week's episode is discuss who I would interview on a podcast if I was doing an interview style podcast. Now, an interview-style podcast is something that I have been discussing openly with another compatriot of mine. He's actually one of the patrons. His name is Adrian Cotton. We've actually talked about doing an interview show together, and it's something I really want to do. The people we would interview would be everyday people, interesting people, etc., etc. And it's a concept I tried a long time ago. And was actually enjoying really well, but couldn't keep up with it because at the time I was running on the free servers, and those things are incredibly limited. And now, thanks to you awesome patrons, the seven patrons I just mentioned, I'm able to do this on an unlimited basis. So this will be a very possible show to pull off. So that's something I'm really looking forward to here, me and Adrian Cotton. We actually had two shows planned, one was where we were gonna interview independent wrestlers and the other one was we were gonna interview everyday people. So the only difference would be if somebody contacted me for an interview and they happen to be an independent wrestler, I would wanna talk about the wrestling side of their life on a separate show and then the rest of their life on the other show the only thing we're still debating is the title but he came up with a really good idea which i won't spoil here and i've kind of been playing with it in my head and i think i think we're on to something but let's say in this hypothetical situation which again we did a hypothetical last week and i had fun with it let's do another one let's say that the listenership on the show was just skyrocketing i had Instead of a few hundred people on the nerd table, I had thousands of listeners, maybe even tens of thousands of listeners, and I'm getting ad revenue, and everything's really successful here, which is the ultimate goal of this show. So everything's going great, and I've got my pick of the litter. I can reach out to agents and get interviews on the podcast. That is something that I won't have any issue achieving. So who is going to be the person to get interviewed? That is the question here. Well, we have quite a few choices to go through. Now, I'm going to kind of break it down a little bit and go through actors and actresses from movies and TV shows, uh, people in the music industry, sports stars, athletes, things like that. That's where the wrestlers are going to come into play because you know I'm going to want to interview most of them. And then I have the miscellany category, which will be for basically everybody else. So here's the thing. If I, if you came to me today and said, we're going to get you an interview at Harrison Ford, I'd lose my mind. I would freak out like a 12-year-old fanboy and just absolutely lose it. I would be so excited and so geeked out. I, I do know how to be professional around famous people because I have been around several famous people and had to be professional around them. That's not where the issue's coming in. The issue, of course, would be the whole, is he really the guy that I'd want to interview given the choice of everybody out there in the acting world? And that's not a slight at Harrison Ford at all. There's plenty to talk about, even outside of just Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Like, there's so much to talk about with him. But I've seen him in a lot of interviews, and he's not the most charismatic guy in the world. He can be a little dry. He doesn't make for the most exciting type interview. So if you came to me with that interview, I'd be super excited. I'd take it in a heartbeat. But if I had a choice, even just from Star Wars people, he wouldn't be one of my first picks. And again, that's not a slight at him. I am a huge fan of his. But just because you're a fan of somebody, and just because you really like somebody, doesn't mean that they're going to translate well in the interview portion. It's kind of the same thing if you look at your group of friends. If I look at my core group of friends and think, who among you would I be really good at working with? Who would make a really good coworker and who wouldn't? And I have some friends who I would never want to work at a job with them before because I know that they would be lazy, they would be late, they would abuse stuff, they might steal from the company and make me look bad. That doesn't mean I don't want to be friends with them. I mean, I probably love them. I I do genuinely love all my friends and I tell them that as often as I can. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you translate to being a good coworker. It's the same concept of like, oh, would you make a good travel buddy? Well, some people are very high maintenance and others aren't. And that could cause that conflict of interest. So it's all relative. So given the choice with anybody, starting with actors and actresses, of course I'd want to pick big names, people that I'd be fans of, and also people who I know would be interesting to talk to and would make for interesting interviews. With that said, of all the actors and actresses in the world, Tom Hanks would be number one on my list. Not only is he super charismatic, and I know he's going to make for a great interview, but there's so much to talk about with Tom Hanks. I'm not going to go into his whole filmography here, but he's done so many great movies, a lot of which I'm a big fan of, He's had so many different roles. He's been serious. He's been funny. He's made you cry. He's made you laugh. He's made you angry. Like, he's he's a really good actor, and he's an interesting person. He seems like a genuine, nice guy. He was one of the guys that spearheaded the Team Coco movement when the Conan O'Brien controversy was happening. Uh, Conan O'Brien would be somebody I'd love to interview, too. But I would definitely say if, if you could... basically go, hey, here's the Hollywood pool. Reach in, pick out somebody, and you get to interview them. Uh, Tom Hanks would be the very first person I would pick out of that whole pool, 100%. I would also do an interview with Samuel L. Jackson. Again, a lot of movies to talk about here, and I'm not just talking about the big franchises he's been in that I happen to be a fan of. You know, he's done Jurassic Park, and he's done Star Wars, and he's done Marvel, uh, right right there are three franchises I love, but at the same time, I'm going to want to talk to him about other stuff. I'm going to want to ask him about Pulp Fiction, and I'm going to want to ask him about Die Hard with a Vengeance. And yeah, I'm definitely asking him about those damn snakes on a plane. So he, Samuel L. Jackson, I know, would make for a great interview, and that would be another another big hit piece for me. On the actress column, I would say Sandra Bullock would probably be my number one pick there. And, and again, great actress, lots of movies to talk about, and again, she seems like an interesting and genuine type person. So that would be like the big three gets for actors. Now let's talk about just pure fanboy stuff here, where, yeah, I know they're going to make for good interviews, but now I'm doing it simply because I would geek out. Mark Hamill. Definitely Mark Hamill. Not just for Luke Skywalker, but also because he was the Joker, and his Joker is just so good. His voice acting's incredible, too he would make for a fantastic interview. And I would—I could just sit there for hours and just talk to and BS with Mark Hamill. He definitely comes across as one of those guys who he, and I don't really think he takes himself very seriously either, which is a helpful thing in the, in the basically the fame industry, I should say, when it comes to just being a celebrity. You know, he, he strikes me as the type of guy you'd want to have dinner with. And that, those are the types of people I would want to interview. Just from that, that first geekdom there. Um, I'd be pulling a lot of people from franchises that I like. Just the Marvel Universe alone is filled with actors and actresses that I could interview for hours on end. When you talk about the main six from the Avengers, all six of them I would talk to in a heartbeat. You can throw in Tom Hiddleston. You can throw in Hayley Atwell. You can throw in all the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, there's so many people to talk to in just that one franchise You can talk to Tom Holland about why he's got to spoil stuff all the time. So many options, so many great choices. I really wouldn't run out of content there just off the superhero factor. You know, um, out of Jurassic Park, there were a lot of actors in there who I think would be interesting to talk to. Of course, Jeff Goldblum would probably be a big hit. He is is on the drier side, but he's that funny kind of dry where you can really understand and appreciate him you know he doesn't he just has that he has a very dry charisma would probably be a good way of of saying it i don't know if that's really an accurate description or not but that's the impression that i get from somebody like a jeff goldblum he is very dry but he's very funny very entertaining and he seems like he could just be an interesting dude to talk to and what would you ask somebody in that position talk to brandon frazier and be like, listen, you are in the 1999 cinematic classic The Mummy, and we need to talk about it. We need to absolutely talk about it. And we need to talk about The Ride at Universal, too, because that would be amazing. So Brendan Fraser, another one. I mean, I could go through an entire list of people, and this is only going to be one episode. There will be plenty of people that I end up leaving out eventually. like. And people are going to go, well, would you interview this person? Well, yeah, probably. And I'll probably have to do another episode with this topic some point down the line. Uh, Just to name a couple other actors and actresses out there. Yeah, I would definitely want to talk to Anna Kendrick. Just because I feel like she's an underappreciated actress and deserves more roles. And I'd kind of want to tell her that, actually. Like, how come you're... Maybe it's her choice, but how come you're just not doing more stuff? Like, I would cast her in something. I think she's really good. I would talk to Christopher Walken just to get him to do impressions for me and, like, to get him to, to read stuff. He, he's definitely a weird guy. You can just kind of tell. But I love the fact that his entire acting philosophy is, I'll do whatever it takes as long as it seems fun to me. Which I think is a great mindset to have as an actor, and I'd want to talk to him about it. I would talk to Bruce Campbell. Talk to him for hours. Just a, fu- a funny guy. He's in every Sam Raimi movie. He's always got a great cameo. I mean, yeah, Ash Williams is his iconic role, but there's other stuff you can talk to him about. Uh, Moving even into, like, the the director side, behind-the-scenes type people, not really behind-the-scenes, but Seth Green, I think, does more stuff outside of being a full-time actor on screen than he does inside, you know, with producing shows and everything, but Seth Green's been in a bunch of stuff that I'm a huge fan of, too. Be like, hey, dude, Family Guy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Robot Chicken, you know, like... All cool stuff that we can discuss And I want to ask him about the time he had a wrestling match Because he did He teamed up with John Cena and Triple H Against Randy Orton and The Legacy That would definitely be something to discuss with Seth Green Kevin Smith Steven Spielberg You know, Start getting some of those directors in there I would talk to Quentin Tarantino I think that would be a tough interview Probably even tougher than Harrison Ford But I would definitely talk to him Uh, And you know, I I could go on forever. I really could. I don't want I don't want this to get out of control. But it's kind of but like just because you're a fan of something doesn't mean you want to talk to anybody in there either. Like I mean, there are definitely interviews even given the opportunity. Now I might even decline. Like I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, but I wouldn't want to talk to Bonnie Wright in an interview because I met her during the Harry Potter grand opening and she just didn't seem like a pleasant person to be around. She seemed very entitled and arrogant and very rude. Uh, everybody else seemed really cool. I would probably interview anybody else in the cast, but, but she'd be one I'd probably pass up on. And that just goes to show you that just because you're a fan of something doesn't mean that anybody in there is up for grabs. Ironically, if you gave me the entire cast of Harry Potter and told me somebody I could interview, even with choices like Gary Oldman and Helen and Bottom Carter, I think I'm still going with Warwick Davis. I think he'd be my number one pick out of that crew. And I would also love to interview a lot of voice actors and actresses, too, like Tress McNeil and Rob Paulson and just and just Harnell. And God, I can't even think of half the voice actors now, but people who've created TV shows that I love, like Matt Groening and Dan Harmon and even Seth MacFarlane, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Like I would talk to any of them because they would just have interesting stuff to talk about, stuff that would excite me, but. Also stuff that I think that the listeners would appreciate too, because I'm big into getting everybody to appreciate a topic, which is something you guys have probably noticed on the nerd table when wrestling talk comes up. I know we have a big collection of wrestling fans on that show because they came over from the wrestling podcast that I initially started, but the truth of the matter is we have a lot of people who don't because of Eric's involvement. So when I'm gonna talk about something that's going to exclude people, instead of getting them to tune out of the show because they're not interested, I try to explain stuff to them and make them interested in it. And that would be a big goal with these types of interviews. Like yes, the subject matter may not be that interesting to you, but let me explain why it's interesting to me in the hopes that you will understand and appreciate that. And if I explain it, maybe you'll kind of get a better grasp on why people like it. I'm not asking anybody to turn around and like something that I like. I just want people to get that grasp and that understanding out there, right? I don't know if I'm really explaining that properly, but that's something that I would definitely have gone for. So, so many more actors and actresses I can talk to, so many more directors and producers and everything. Like, just to talk to people on shows that I was a big fan of. I could talk to Tim Allen or Amelia Clark. Like,. It's, I, I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop here with the actors because again I could go on forever and really go into death as why I want to talk to some of these people but It's not so much fun to talk about that <laughs> It would be much more fun to actually interview them But I also know that's not necessarily an option right now where I'm currently sitting, but I will Get to it at some point, you know, we'll, we'll definitely get there um Let's move on to people in the music industry now If you guys listen to the other programming on this channel, you know that Jason Shin already does a show where he interviews people in the music industry. However, he's interviewing people that he knows personally and... Well, well, you may not be as interested in their stories because you don't really know who they are and don't really know what their music is and everything, but don't sleep on these interviews because I listen to people I've never even heard of and Jason does a great job really just talking about the music industry as a whole and gets a lot out of their stories. So don't don't sleep on stuff just because you're, you don't maybe know who the person is that's being interviewed. That's part of the fun of making the interview good and Jason does a great job with that. But... Like I said, he knows a lot of these people and, and gets a lot of connections and connects with people when they come to shows. I'm talking about like like big grabs for me, like big names in the music industry that would be really hard to capture. To the absolute shock of nobody, my number one pick would be Weird Al. Absolute number one pick. He's been a favorite artist of mine pretty much. He's probably the artist I've been the fan of the longest when it comes to just my music taste in general, because he was one of the first real artists that I was able to just plain sit down and listen to. Like, I knew all the stuff he was parodying, but I didn't own Nirvana CDs, and I didn't own Foo Fighters CDs back then. Like, I owned Weird Al CDs and cassette tapes, because, you know, old. Memba cassette tapes, kids, and VHSs. I had a concert of his on VHS. But, I digress. Weird Al would be the number one pick, because... What can you talk to Weird Al about? You can talk to him about all the times he's parodied something, how he comes up with his ideas, all the famous rejections, um, the fact that the only person who ever really turned him down was Prince, who, like, repeatedly turned him down. You know, the Coolio incident, he's been talked to about that to death. But it would also just be a fun interview because he has that biopic coming out soon. So there would just be a lot to discuss there. Plus, again, think about any time you've ever seen a meme about Weird Al, what's the meme been about? He's a genuine person in the music industry. He doesn't have any scandals. He doesn't have any drug abuse. Nothing like that. He's just a good guy. A good guy that I happen to be a big fan of. So, yeah, of course I'm going to want to talk to Weird Al. Talk to him for hours. I might not be able to stop talking to him. He might actually have to get up and leave the studio. Plus, he can poke fun at himself. And I always admire actors and famous people who have that ability to poke fun at themselves. Because a lot of them do take themselves very seriously, like I said before and he's never been one of those guys if he was he wouldn't have that kind of a parody career uh the number two person in the music industry that i would score an interview with well two and three are kind of interchangeable here it really it really kind of depends david draymond from disturbed just because i'm a huge fan of that band and i've seen lots of interviews with him and he does have a lot to talk about but also james Hetfield from metallica and The reason I'm putting them together is because I would still pick David Dreamin' first, but James Hetfield would be a bigger interview just because, and no disrespect to Disturbed, but Metallica is the more famous band there. Metallica is the most famous metal band pretty much of all time. So, yeah, the the size and scope of the interview would be bigger with James than it would be with David. And I'm saying their first names like I freaking know them here. I've heard people get pissy about that in the past you know oh you're acting like you're on a first name basis with him Uh, ask a good friend Joey Image about his old roommate that had a picture of Heath Ledger and used to just call him Heath like they were on a first name basis because we know that wasn't the case a lot of the women in the rock industry I would love to talk to just because it just they it's not the most common thing to have the front woman in that in hard rock and metal but you've got Amy Lee, you've got Lizzie Hale, you've got Taylor Momsen, Christina Scabia. Like, there's a lot to, a lot of women to talk to there. All of them, I'm sure, very, very fascinating people, just with their, their backgrounds in music and how they all got started. Those would be really big grabs for me as far as musicians go. And then, well, I'm, I'm sure this will throw some people for a loop, but others will be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. John Williams! Who wouldn't want to talk to John Williams about all the wonderful movie scores he's composed? Like, seriously, that's that's a huge grab for, for anybody. And I know he's getting up there in age, so it's one of those ones that I'm kind of worried about right now. But that would be a really, really fun interview. And again, that's one, kind of like the Harrison Ford thing, I don't really know what he's like in interviews. So I don't know if he's going to be the most interesting person in the world, but that's one of those cases where I don't care. He's John Williams. I'm talking to John Williams. He can be as charismatic as a sponge at that point. Um. So there... That's... Um. I'm blanking on who else I would talk to in the music industry. Those would be the big ones. Like, yes, of course I would talk to other famous artists who have produced a lot of a lot of big hits and and have a lot going for them but again if if i'm picking and choosing i'm picking and choosing my favorite people who i think would make for interesting topics just to give you an example and and i'm not necessarily saying that i dislike this person i'm not a big fan of his though but i have heard josh groban in interviews and he has a beautiful singing voice but it does not translate at all, to he's a very droning type guy when he's being interviewed. He's very boring. Ugh. Just, mm. that's That's a big no thank you right there. Like, I'm sorry, dude. Just can't do it. And of course, we'll talk about this at the end, the, the, the people I wish I would have been able to talk to, but obviously Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell would be big grabs for that. And I'm still really not over the death of Chester Bennington. I mean, the, the whole loss of Linkin Park has been really rough. Linkin Park's my number two band after Disturbed. So, of course, losing the lead singer was was rough, especially with the mental health issues and something that I've struggled with personally. So, you know, it's one of those things you wish you could have, and you, you'll think about what could have been. But I would talk to the rest of the band in a heartbeat. So... The music industry offers a lot. The uh, sports industry offers quite a bit, too. I would love to go back, pull that roster of the 1998 New York Yankees. Get over it, Jeff Trelowitz. That was my team. But any one of those guys, I would love to talk to. Tino Martinez, Paul O'Neill, Scott Brocious, Jorge Posada, Joe Girardi, uh, Andy Pettit. Mariano Rivera, right there. Just the the baseball conversations right there would be incredible. Now, that's just baseball. Of course, I got to talk about other sports. There are no real big grabs for me as far as the NFL or NBA are concerned because I don't really have any football or basketball players that stand out to me as somebody I would need to interview. Now, of course, given the opportunity, you came up to me and said, hey, this guy plays for this team, he's in this position and we got an interview for you, I would absolutely do my best to do it, but those th- that type of stuff doesn't really entice me very well. Um, hockey is more of a sport that I just enjoy the sport as a whole, and I don't really focus on individual players. So again, that would be another one that would kind of escape me here. Now NASCAR, despite the fact that I haven't been an avid NASCAR fan since the passing of Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, one of my top hits if I could have had him type of interview, but there's a lot of NASCAR drivers from the, the 90s era that I would interview in a heartbeat. Just Dale Jr. would probably be the first one I would go after, but there's so many other ones I would want to talk to. I'd love to talk to Mark Martin about just what a nice guy he is and how people would, used to say if they had him in his rear mirror, they were safe because they knew he wasn't going to bump them or pull any <laughs> pull anything to get ahead. That one always kind of amused me. Uh Poor Mark Martin. He really was a nice guy, too. Probably cost him several victories. But there are a lot of NASCAR drivers I used to love from back in the day, from Bill Elliott, of course Richard Petty, his son Kyle Petty, I would probably talk to him, um, Harry Gantt and Rusty Wallace, the Lebontes, Terry and Bobby, Joe Nemechek, like plenty of guys, Dave Marcus even. A lot of, lot of NASCAR drivers I would actually love to talk to. Um Of course, when it comes to pro wrestling, you guys already know that that's pretty much a a give-and-go, unless I really dislike a certain wrestler, or I think they're just a complete idiot or a waste of my efforts and time. Like like someone like a Ryback or a Cameron, um, I would probably say yes to any interview. Now, this is topical because she's in the news right now, and everybody knows she's my favorite, but Sasha Banks would, of course, be the number one grab for me. Now... I'm really glad everybody stopped the, the you, you're stalking Sasha Banks joke, which I actually had to put a stop to that. I, I think I've told this story on the nerd table before, but we had a running joke for a long time that like, you know, because she's my favorite and I adore her, so therefore I'm, I'm stalking her. And we would make jokes about it. But I forced those to come to an end because there were several cases of female wrestlers getting legitimately stalked from the guy on Twitter threatening to kill Ryan Cabrera so he could be with Alexa Bliss, which thankfully they finally put a stop to that. Come on, Elon, that's not free speech right there. That's an actual threat. And the guy that was stalking Sonya Deville for eight months and actually got into her house. Like, God, that's terrifying. And, And thankfully she woke up Mandy Rose who was sleeping in the guest room and they were able to escape with their lives because that guy actually got in and was going to hurt her. Like, she had to leave wrestling for a little while there because of the experience from that. So I don't make those jokes anymore. But but still, she's still my favorite. I know there's some controversy about her right now. But her interview wouldn't even just be wrestling. We would talk about The Mandalorian. And I'd want to hear all about getting cast in Star Wars and meeting Jon Favreau and working with Bryce Dallas Howard. Like, there would be way more to talk to than just her legacy in wrestling and her love for Eddie Guerrero and everything else that she's done and, you know, being cousins with Snoop Dogg. Like, she's got a lot more to say there. (laughs) As far as other wrestlers go, any of my favorites would make for great interviews. Chris Jericho, CM Punk, Rob Van Dam, Bret the Hitman Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Becky Lynch. Like, these are all people that I would sit down and have a wonderful interview with. I would love to talk to The Undertaker just because that's an option these days. And, yeah, I know, I'll say it, guys, because you guys all know I'm, a, I'm part of the Cult of Cornette. Yes, Jim Cornette would make for a great interview, just because he is very knowledgeable about his wrestling history. And whether you agree with his opinions or not, you can't deny how impactful he has been in the wrestling world. And the fact that, well, people are still talking about him, even when they're like, Oh, he's I, I hate this opinion that he has about my favorite wrestler. Well, you know what? You're talking about him. So he's obviously relevant enough. But he's an interesting guy. He knows way too much old-school wrestling trivia. And that would just make for a fun conversation. And I'd probably try to quiz him on some stuff, too. And he'd probably, like, like he's that wrestling guy that I would never, ever challenge in a trivia contest because I would get my ass handed to me. And then that leads me to the the miscellany category, the other famous people out there. This is where I'm talking about your your stand-up comedians, like... Somebody like, I wish I could have interviewed him, George Carlin, which would have made a fantastic interview. Um, another one I wish I could have done, Bob Ross and Steve Irwin. You know, we always talk about them being the, the wholesome people in the world, but those would absolutely have been the some top choices there for interviews. Um, my top two actual picks, the number one who I would get if I could choose anybody, and the number two... Who I would have picked if they were still alive are both involved in science of what they have in common. Neil deGrasse Tyson and Stephen Hawking. And you guys know I'm pretty big when it comes to astronomy. I've studied outer space since I was a kid. I still do. I I watch all kinds of crazy space videos, all kinds of crazy theories about the multiverse, about alien life, the expansion of the universe all these prevailing stuff and like just deep questions, deep intellectual questions, stuff that I really don't fully understand or grasp, but I'm getting a better handle on it because I do watch so much stuff. And I love Neil deGrasse Tyson just because not only is he extremely intelligent with astronomy and he's also the most charismatic guy, I think in in his own field pretty much. And, he his show, Star Talk, is fascinating to me. It's another one of those where like he'll interview somebody and I'm not that interested in the subject matter, but I still enjoy it because I like him and his co host and how how fun they are talking to people. So I'll still watch a lot of Star Talk stuff, even if they're talking about like I think one of them was even like the science of football or something. And I'm like, that doesn't interest me, and that's not even like that I d- dislike football or anything, that like that, that. subject doesn't interest me. You know, I like when he talks about his theories about how we, we can't be alone in the universe because human beings are made up of stuff that's so common, the elements are so common, that it has to have happened somewhere else. You know, we're not, we can't be that unique. Our star is very common. It's a common star. There's m- more of them out there, you know? So he he's very fascinating, very intelligent, and he knows more than just space stuff, which is great. Um, But of course, Stephen Hawking would have been the number one person to talk to. Absolutely fascinating human being, his life. That was another one. That was a loss that was actually pretty devastating for me personally. Like, there have been a couple recently that have really hit me hard, from Robin Williams to Gilbert Gottfried most recently. There have been a couple more. I'm I'm actually blanking on a few others that really hurt. I, I did mention Chester earlier. Uh, Some of the athletes, like the the death of Eddie Guerrero, the the Benoit incident, like for the wrestling people, like those were really tough deaths to get through. But like Stephen Hawking was almost, Stephen Hawking was to me what Stan Lee was to the comic book world. Like, and don't get me wrong, Stan Lee's death affected me too, but Stephen Hawking meant as much to me as Stan Lee meant to a comic book person, if that makes sense to you guys. Like that was somebody I actively looked up to, kind of like Steve Irwin because I adored the person that Steve Irwin was. So that was one that hit me really hard and that was like, damn, that would have been the guy to talk to. Stephen Hawking would have been the guy. So, given the choice between anybody in the world, who could I have for a podcast guest? Neil deGrasse Tyson, number one. Stephen Hawking, number one, if accessible. So that pretty much is where we're going to leave off on this episode is with the, the number ones there. And I've barely scratched the surface of people I'd be willing to talk to. So what we can do here is if you guys want, you can leave some names in the comments of the episode. Uh, patrons, you can do it right on the patron page if you want. Or you can leave it on the comments on either of the social medias where I post this. And you can ask me... If there's somebody who I would interview and I will tell you yes or no in the next episode before we get to our next topic Uh, what are we gonna talk about next time I don't know I will figure that out when the time comes but I hope you guys enjoyed this slightly earlier access episode here Uh, Sunday evening for you wonderful patrons and Tuesday evening for the rest of you you guys have a wonderful week enjoy yourselves be good be kind to each other